Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Drive. It is uh, Thursday at 7.17 this morning. I'm leaving a little bit earlier from work. I'm blessed to be able to teach a Bible college in Central uh, Asia, or South Asia, I'm sorry. And um, I'm doing the um, Doctrine of the Resurrection today. Uh, Last month, I taught the Doctrine of Satan in the chapel, uh, but today it's the Resurrection. So I'm excited about it. I'm going to go do that and then go to work. Um, but we've been going over some selected verses in James here. And, uh, man, I love the book of James. I, I love his heart. I love the fact that he was super direct. And uh, he just got straight to the point. And I like that because I like when people get straight to the point. Just tell me what's up. You know, don't beat around the bush or go or skirt the issue. Let's just talk about it. Let's get to the core, like right away. Uh, and that's exactly what James did. He says a whole lot in in uh, few words. And so James, James chapter 1 we've been looking at. I want to look at uh, verse 17. James 1, 17. And, and you no doubt have heard this verse before. And it's very encouraging, but it's really telling about the heart of God. Uh, in James 1, 17, it says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Uh, This is a loaded verse. This is there's a lot in here, but uh, one of the one of the things that we do focus on in this one verse is the fact that every good and perfect gift comes from above. Um, Every spiritual gift is from God, not from this earth, not from anyone else. It's from the Lord. And so, what should that? cause us to do is should cause us to be thankful and grateful for the fact that every good and perfect gift is from him and uh, it's comforting to know that because instead of taking things for granted knowing that it's all from him and for him like you know uh, Colossians says we can be thankful to him for all that we're given and I think something that's lacking in our American culture these days is thankfulness People aren't thankful anymore. But instead, there's sort of this mentality of entitlement. Well, I deserve that. Yeah, I deserve all good things all the time. Ooh, you didn't do anything. Yeah, but I just I just deserve everything. Like, I deserve the best. Why should they have that? I should have that. But instead, we need to shift our thinking, especially as believers, and realize and remember the fact that, man, every good gift you have is from God. Everything you're blessed with is from God. Well, well, my boss gave me that. Well, God used your boss to bless you. <laughs> well, well, that situation was a blessing. Well, God puts you in that situation. You, you see, it all goes back to God. Like all the credit, all the honor, all the glory should always go back to God. If not, then the heart's off. If so, then the result will be a grateful and a thankful heart and life. Every good gift, every perfect gift is from above. And maybe you've gotten a gift before, you've received a gift that it wasn't perfect, and you're like, why did they give me this? I don't even like this, or I don't even, I'm not even going to use this. Is there, a, is there a gift receipt so I can return it? Um, well, when it comes to the gifts from God, that doesn't happen, because every gift he gives is perfect. All the ways that he leads is, is the right ways. All the things he says are the right things. God is perfect. So therefore, what he gifts us with, what he blesses us with, those are perfect gifts. 
And they don't come from what's ahead. They don't come from what's behind us, what's below us. They come from above. From heaven above. And again, this goes back to Colossians 3, 2, which is set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth, you know? It's like, where is your focus? Where is your focus? We're not called to focus on life. We're not called to focus on earthly things. We are called to focus on eternal things. We are called to focus on the truth. And so that is what we need to focus on. But every good gift, every perfect gift is from above. And it comes down from the Father of lights. You know, And when we think about light, I think about God. Because he created light in the first place. Not only that, Jesus is the light of the world. Not only that... We're called to put our light not under a table where no one can see it, but in a basket on the table to where it can shine out. You know, the church is a light on a hill. We're, we are to shine as lights in this world. Because why? Well, if this world was light, then we wouldn't have to shine light. You wouldn't even see the light. But that's not the case. The world is dark. And therefore, as we shine our light, it's illuminated and it's bright because the background is black. It's dark. It's dim. It's fallen. And so, uh, he's the father of lights. And light reveals, right? Light helps you to see. And that's God's heart. He reveals things to us. He helps us to see. Now, if we're focused on anything other than God and the Father, right, then we're not going to be able to see. Things are going to be foggy and muddled and hazy and blurry. You're not going to be able to know what in the world is going on. But when you focus on the Father, when when you look to Him, you know, you realize, man, He's the one who illuminates my purpose. And His Word is what illuminates my path. What a blessing. How amazing. He's a father of lights. And I love what it says, whom there is no variation or, or shadow of turning. In other words, not, God's not going to say one thing today. I'm going to give you this promise and then tomorrow revoke it. And be like, oh, just kidding. You don't get that. You know, like kids do sometimes. It's like, here you go. Nope. Just kidding. God doesn't do that. There's no variation. There's no shadow of turning. I mean, there's variation with us. There's shadow of turning with us. We can be flakes. We can be imperfect. We are messed up people. I'm not trying to be me, but you are a messed up person. I am a messed up person. Why? Because we're imperfect. Because we're sinners, but we're in need of a Savior. And when we look to Him, He makes things clear. And He is our constant. Is God your constant? Is your your first thought? Or is He an afterthought? Are you looking to Him for assurance? Or are you trying to find approval from people? Stop trying to find approval from people. You will never get it. Because no matter what you do, no matter how good, quote unquote, good you are, there are going to be people who think it's great and people who hate it. People who like you and people who don't like you. It's just always going to be like that. That's why you don't focus on, am I pleasing this person? Well, who cares? I'm pleasing God. And in turn, I will please and I will reach out to and I will have conversations with those who he calls me out to. Or he calls 
those people to come to me, like those who I'm going to minister to, those who I'm going to pray for, those who I'm going to love, those who I'm going to pour into. But with us, there's variation, there's shadow of turning. We're all over the place. But with God, He's a constant. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. His love doesn't diminish or change because you messed up again. But His love remains the same. His grace doesn't go away because you, 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 know, you failed. His grace is still there. His mercy doesn't vanish because you didn't do it just right. It's still there. See, we are messed up, imperfect people who serve a perfect and beautiful, amazing God. There's no variation. He doesn't say one thing and do another. There's never been a a promise in the Bible given that was revoked or that was proven to be false. And there never will be. Even the future promises as we're looking ahead. God is stable. And if He is your stability, you can rest upon Him and be stable as well. If you're trying to build your foundation or rest your feet upon anything else other than the Lord, then there's gonna it's going to be shaky. It's going to be unstable. It's going to be dangerous, actually. Let God be your stability. Let Him be your dependency. No person can do what God can do in your life. So stop leaning upon people for approval, for worth, for value. Lean upon God for purpose, for value, for worth. Because He loves you, He created you, and He sustains you. It's all about the Lord. There's no variation. There's no shadow of turning. And may we be first fruits to Him. Which, first fruits is the opposite of leftovers, right? We don't want to give God our leftovers. We want to give Him the first fruits of what we're blessed with. In the same way, what James is saying is like, we ourselves are first fruits. We should be the first fruits, not leftovers. Not, but we should give God our all. And like Paul said, you know, pour ourselves out like a drink offering. Lord, you give every perfect gift. You're amazing. You're awesome. You brought us forth. Even verse 18 talks about by your word of truth, you brought us forth. And we want to be first fruits to you. Because we know every gift that we have is from you anyway. Man, so rich. James chapter 1, verse 17 and 18. God bless you guys. Hope you have an awesome day. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.